Want to see more of the world, but you're limited by your budget? Learn how one couple used travel hacking so that their entire family of eight can take fantastic trips. Welcome to Couple Money, a podcast focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Learn how by visiting bankbetter.org. While I know many families are eager to get out there and travel this summer, I also know that one of the holdups they have is their budget. Whether you're flying, renting cars, staying at an Airbnb, hotel, everything has gotten more expensive. Traveling as a couple can be pricey, but still feasible. But it can be a financial challenge when you add kids to the mix. That's why I want to share from the archive an interview I had with Dan Miller. He's the founder of Points with the Crew. Dan's managed to score some wonderful deals on his trips, including getting plane tickets for his entire family to Lake Tahoe and a cross-country train ride. Did I mention they're a family of eight? Today's episode will hopefully show how you can keep more money in your pocket and still have your family seeing the world around them. Dan's going to share how he chooses his reward cards, how to stay out of debt while staying on top of everything, and deals you may be overlooking when you're on the road. We have a lot to cover, so let's get started. I first heard about Dan from an article he wrote about his family's budget. What immediately caught my eye was how little he spent on family travel. He mentioned how he, his wife, and their six kids used their credit card rewards to travel for free. I had to call him up and find out more. My name is Dan Miller. I live with my wife and six kids uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, I write the travel site Points with a Crew, as in like a crew of people. And we focus mostly on family travel and how even families or even large families and travel using airline miles and hotel points for a fraction of the cost that you might think uh, that you'd need. And he means it. A cross-country trip was one of Dan's big wins and motivated him to get more serious about travel hacking. I'm kind of a math and numbers guy, so the, the concept of you know using points and miles has been, I've been aware of it for several years. I first started really getting into uh, actually actively collecting them about two or three years ago. My family and I, we have an extended family reunion every two years. And it's in different places uh, across the country. And so we decided that the next one uh, was going to be out in Lake Tahoe. And I knew that eight cross-country plane tickets was going to be really expensive. So I knew that that could potentially make the difference between us attending and not being able to attend. So I decided to finally start being serious about collecting them, mostly through credit card sign-ups, bonuses. For our reunion, we ended up using 170,000 Southwest Rapid Rewards points to fly all eight of us uh, round trip out to Lake Tahoe and back, and we had a great time at our family reunion. I know people who have used credit card rewards to fund their trips, but having no personal experience, I asked Dan to explain to me how credit churning works for him and his family. Churning is kind of the idea of opening up a lot of credit cards primarily for the sign-up bonus that they have, Mm -hmm. um, meeting the requirements for the sign-up bonus, and then 
sometimes, but not always, uh, closing them within a year or so. Uh, the idea is that there are many cards. I'll give one as an example. So the Chase Inc. card uh, is, a, is actually a business credit card, uh, and it offers, I think, the sign-up bonus right now is 50,000 Chase points. If you meet your spending, if you spend at least, I think, $5,000 in the first three months of having the card. So you apply for that card, you know, assuming that your credit is good, you know, and you one of the things that we always do is make sure that you don't, you're not carrying any credit card debt. You never want to pay any interest on the card because any any miles or benefits you get are going to be eaten up by the interest if you do that. But assuming that everything else is all you've taken care of as far as your financial situation, so you apply for that or you know several cards, and you do it every couple of months. You just keep racking up these sign-up bonuses. The first question I usually get when I talk to people about that is, well, doesn't that hurt your credit score? Which is a smart question to ask, but it actually it actually doesn't. You will get maybe a two or three point temporary hit for, for a hard credit pull on your credit score. It goes away after a couple of months, and with credit score, there are five main factors for determining your credit score, and one of them is the percentage of your credit that, you, that you're utilizing. So say you have a $10,000, a card with a $10,000 limit, and you have $1,000 that you've spent on it. So you're using 10% of your available credit. But if I have 10 cards that have $10,000 limits, and I'm still only using that same $1,000, I'm only using 1% of my available credit. It's a positive impact on your credit score. I've been doing this for a couple of years now, both for my wife and I, and our credit scores are still, you know, in the high 700s, low 800s, depending, you know, it fluctuates. Picking the right credit cards to sign up with is important. With so many ones out there, it can be difficult to sort through unless you have a system. That's a good thing. I think different people have different systems for that. You know, as far as keeping keeping on top of what cards are out there and kind of what good things, you know, which cards you should apply for, you know, I, you know just kind of reading some of the travel blogs. I'll pimp my own blog, Points with the Crew, as a good site to kind of be aware of some of those kinds of, of deals that are out there. The one thing that I would recommend people do is not just apply for a bunch of credit cards just because got something in the mail or they read it on a blog or just without really understanding what they're doing. What I would recommend is pick pick a destination, pick a vacation, say, okay, I want to take my family to Hawaii, or I want to do this Amtrak train trip. Figure out what you want, what points can get you there, and then apply for those credit cards, you know, the ones that will get you to do you know, what you want. Because so if you just apply for random credit cards across different, you know, some American miles, some Hilton points, you're going to find up with a small amount of points in a lot of different places that can't really get you to where you want to go. Staying on top of the credit cards can take some work. You don't want to get hit with interest because your payments were late. And many times you don't want to get charged with that annual fee. First thing I do is just set it up for auto pay. That way, you know, it's all, always going to get paid through my bank account every time a bill is due. I have an Excel spreadsheet that I use that kind of keeps track of what, what card I'm using so that I can take it from the right place you know, when I, when I reconcile the credit card statement with my bank account so that I can kind of make sure that spending money in the right places. You know, I'm not spending money just to make me spending money I don't need to spend just to get miles because that's another, mm-hmm. another thing that I recommend doing. You know, and just keeping check of what cards I have when, when their annual fees will post so that I can either call to get the fee waived or cancel the card. 
or if it's a card that I think is worth paying the fee for, which are not very many, just kind of being aware of that. Dan has some recommendations on his site if you're interested. Speaking of which, I asked him why he started writing points with a crew. I like talking to people and helping people, and I've read a lot of the good blogs from uh, the Boarding Area Network as well as you know several other different blogs uh, that I enjoy. What I found was that the majority of the blogs out there, at least the ones that were focused on miles and points collecting, were written by single guys or couples with no kids. They just travel a lot differently than I travel. Most of the trip reports I would read about people flying in first class and staying in five-star hotels, and that's great, you know, and they're fun to read about, but that's just not how my family and I travel. You know, I would be, I would be terrified to go into a five-star hotel with my kids because I would just be constantly worried that they would <laughs> bother people. And I actually find that, at least for families, the, the, the so-called budget hotels are actually way better than a five-star hotel. Because if you go to a five-star hotel, they're going to charge you for parking if it's in a downtown area. They'll charge you for breakfast. They'll charge you for internet. You know, a mid-range place like a Best Western or a Holiday Inn or things like that, you know, all those things are free. I actually did a post uh, a few months ago about some hotel chains that actually give you dinner for free as well. When you talk about getting breakfast and dinner for our family, that's 16 meals that you're talking about so pretty quickly. Besides saving money with flights and hotels, Dan and his wife have also reserved a fantastic cross-country train ride for their family. This is an upcoming trip that we're taking this summer using our points to book an Amtrak train trip. Because there's eight of us, we're sleeping in two different uh, sleeper cars. They have family bedrooms on Amtrak that sleep four each. And the cash price for the, the trip that we ended up booking is some... Ohio out to Denver, the cash price was $6,500, a price that is well out of the reach of, you know, just about every family that I know. Now, using miles and points, we were able to book that for only 100,000 chase points, which is a lot of points, but not nearly as much as it would cost, you know, obviously, the $6,500. The other nice thing about that is that, you know, your kids love trains, so it's going to be a great, hopefully be a great experience. Uh, and because it's considered a premium travel on Amtrak, all your meals are also included uh, for the duration uh, of the trip. As a mom, I can definitely relate to getting kids ready for trips. Even with the effort given to prepare them, traveling can be a wonderful gift for your kids. Dan gave his take what he hopes to pass on with their family trips. I think that the big thing to know is that there is a lot of world out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we live in Cincinnati and in a suburb that's fairly homogenous. So, you know, for the most part, in our, in the, our kids' day-to-day uh, interactions, they don't see a lot of people that are different from them. One of the things that I'm just hoping to kind of get them to realize is that there are lots of other people out there and people that are from different backgrounds and have different experiences, you know, and that's what kind of makes the world a great place. And that, you know, when you think about faraway countries or even other parts of the United States, that people are not, you know, just the regular people are not much different than you and I. If you're like us, you probably have quite a number of accounts between the two of you including your old 401ks. It can be difficult to stay on top of everything, especially when your old employer switches providers, which is what happened with my husband. 
Here's where our sponsor Capitalize can help. Capitalize helps you find and roll over an old 401k into an IRA of your choice for free. They handle the entire process. And yes, that includes calling your old employer or the 401k provider on your behalf. If you're ready to make managing your old 401ks much easier, find out more at simplifyandenjoy.com slash capitalize. Before we jump into the key takeaways, I do want to mention that, yes, there was a lot of music with that interview. At that time when I was editing the shows, I was really into adding something different into the mix. Hopefully you've seen that I've learned the value of restraint when it comes to including music into the podcast. But back to these takeaways. Dan had a lot of great advice. The first one that jumped out at me was how families need to get creative with travel. Yes, he focused on travel hacking. We talked about those rewards. But the Millers also looked at getting deals with their meals and their hotels. That meant deciding where they were going to stay based on some of the amenities that would be built in and included. The second takeaway was having a system for tracking your travel rewards and payments. If you're going to get involved with travel hacking, specifically churning and opening these different accounts for their sign-up bonuses, I highly, highly, highly recommend that you either use a spreadsheet or have some kind of system or app like Travel Freely that can help you stay on top of the numbers and make sure that, yes, you're getting the rewards, but also you are staying out of debt. As Dan mentioned, it is not worth getting into any amount of debt because that's going to wipe out any rewards that you earn. Finally, travel is not just about the destination, but the journey as well. I know that sounds a little bit cliche, but it is true. Yes, you do want to enjoy wherever you're staying at, but don't forget it's really about spending time together and the memories that you create. So if you have to dial back on the travel plans, even temporarily, but still go out and have an adventure together, then that is a win. Besides travel hacking with credit card points, don't forget there are other ways to save up for your trip. Over here at Couple Money, we have a free course called 5 Days to 5K. It's an email course. It walks you through step-by-step in a week on different ways on finding, saving, and earning some extra income for your goals, which could include travel. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash 5k to sign up. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to find out more about how Dan and his family save when they're traveling, check out his site, Points with the Crew. As always, I'm going to include a link to that in the show notes, as well as the resources we mentioned today, plus some more bonuses over at Couple Money. I want you to plan and have an affordable and fun family vacation. Heads up, don't forget we're doing a listener mailbag at the end of this month. So if you have any questions about marriage, money, just send those in. I'm going to have a link in the show notes as well to make it easier. But you can also reach out to me on social media at Couple Money. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Couple Money is possible because of incredible listeners like you. Every tweet, Facebook share, and comment you make gets the word out so more couples can work as a team on their money and so much more. 
I really appreciate your support. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. 